Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Tracy Koga, and thanks for downloading this podcast from iLikeYou.com. If you can, give us a follow or subscribe. And remember that all the information about the guests in today's episode can be found at iLikeYou.com. Now, let's get started. I'm Tracy Koga with something short and fun. This is a Hugh Soundbite. Hi, Jonathan. It's so good to see you again. And welcome, Devon, to Hugh at Home. Uh, It's been a little bit of a while. Jonathan, you were a guest on Our Healing Hearts. And uh, your story, along with Devon, is so incredible. And I wanted to take this opportunity to talk to both of you Go over your story again, but also to talk about strength in the circle and what it means not only to Indigenous men, but I think men in general. Right, guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Jonathan, Devon, how did the two of you meet? Now, and everybody, this is one pretty incredible story. Um, after my time in the military, I... I uh, struggled with uh, major depressive disorder. I was eventually diagnosed and uh, traits of PTSD and definitely was a problematic drinker. And uh, um, I had m- moved back up north um, to Norrie House, Manitoba and got involved in, uh, you know, the, the drug game and uh, a lot of uh, criminal activity, I guess I'll, I'll just blanket statement it <laughs> and uh i was i was heavy into cocaine and drinking and eventually uh, you know i was no stranger to the criminal justice system i was kind of just uh um small offenses but over time very mm-hmm. cyclical and uh in the last year in 2017 last year of my drinking um, I was involved in four incidents with the police and uh, ultimately I ended up detained on remand status for just over a month and um, I was very fortunate to have Veterans Affairs as a result of my tour in Afghanistan to, to offer supports and uh, I was able to get into two months of residential treatment where I was able to turn my life around uh, to gain the tools to to change my philosophies and um, gain new perspectives on life and um, and basically sober up. But it was more about the, the outlook on life that really changed. Um, it was really what I gained from all the support that I received. Mm-hmm. Um, a year after that, 
uh, after my sobriety date, I was uh, out celebrating my one one year. It was actually one year and two days, but uh, I was out. The reason I was out so late was uh, I, I got myself a steak dinner and uh, <laughs> with a, <clears throat> with a friend of mine, and we got on a bus, and and that's where I met Devon, <laughs> and uh, uh, so we got into altercation. Um, and there was this, uh, a knife involved and I ended up getting, uh, stabbed in the back of the leg, um, after a grappling match. And, uh, uh, there was a lot of public attention and, uh, I felt connected to Devon, um, because of, you know, I knew that he had been drinking and, and, uh, being indigenous um uh and knowing what the struggle is like to a degree um uh like i'm i'm not saying that my path was exactly the same as devon devon has his own story to tell which is very powerful and and i hope he gains um the the right platforms for for other men and and even children to to hear his story um, but through that, I was able to take the restorative justice, um, lens and, and ultimately connect with, um, Devon and, and we, we just learned about each other, got to know each other like deep and, uh, and, and today we're, we're like brothers. You know, we're looking out for each other and and trying to see well who can we help out next you know, who who else is struggling the same way or in similar ways that we have struggled and who can who just needs that extra support wow well, that's in a nutshell i know <laughs> i know out. yeah so devon i guess your side of the story <laughs> now all right, yeah, okay, um, let's see, okay, well, when the night I met Johnny, I was on a run from, and I was like, I just got out from uh, Federal, um, I went to uh, the pen for a five-year, five-year sentence, and yeah, you know, just everything, like, things happened what I knew was going to happen when I went there, you know? Like I got involved with gangs and it just kind of made me like a worse, like lost more into that, the, the dark path, you know? And then, so then I got out with like no freaking support or nothing, you know? And I was still in that life, yo. And then, like, yo, that's why I was like, I used to drink so much, you know, like weird. And, um, yeah, I just, just drank too much one night, you know, and I don't even remember that, like, I don't remember, like, that night, you know, like, I don't even remember, it's like, seeing Johnny, like, you know, like, weird, like, I just said, like, I just snapped out of it, like, yo, like, I was just covered in some blood, and I was just, I was just, like, shit, did I kill someone, you know, like, I was scared, and, and yeah, you know, then, um, yeah, like, yo, know, I was like, like, I was just told my lawyer, like, yeah, I did it, all right, you know, like, 
all right, I just want to plead guilty and go back to the pen, you know? Because for me, that was home, mm-hmm. the pen. That's where I felt comfortable. And then, um, yeah, I was surprised when my lawyer told me that that Johnny wanted to, like, help me, you know, that didn't want me to go back to federal, you know? Because, like, now I see it from where, like, he's seen, like, I see his point of view at the time now. Mm-hmm. Because, like, there's a lot of guys that just, that were like me, like, who cares if I go back, that's home, you know? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, you know, like, that's, like, like he said, like, who else, who's the next guy that we could help, you know? Like, because, like, like, there's no better help than, like, like me, you know? Like, somebody like me, like, who's been through that shit, who knows what you need to be successful when you get out, mm-hmm. you know? Like, like, I know all that stuff now, like, where, because, like, to be honest, when I first got out, I didn't know what I needed, you know? Like, because I always had nothing. And, um... Like, yo, like, I've been out since October. This is the longest I've ever been out of jail for. I'm sober 60 days tomorrow, and that's pretty good, you know? That's the first time ever getting sober without going to jail. And I actually have, like, a home now, you know, that... Yeah, like, actually, I came home last night, and actually, like, I told my girlfriend this. I was like, yo, this is, like, the best feeling ever, having a house key, coming home. You know, to my room, and it's just like, it's like, I would say I'm pretty spoiled, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, because I have a lot of things that I never had before, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's how, like, I think, like, you know, like, I think I had to, like, go to, like, through all that shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Just to, like, be, like, who I am today, like, because, like, I'm gonna like, yo, like, yo, I really wanna like help people, you know, because I know what it's like to live like in the lowest, you know, like word. And there's a lot of people out there who, if they had to support how I had it, yo, mm-hmm. they would be successful like me too, you know, like word, they changed their life around too. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, I mean, it's always, it's always so nice to have a second start, which both of you have done. So now let's talk about strength in the circle. Why did you want to form something like this? And do you have an idea on what strength in the circle is going to look like? Or, and how are you going to try and get the word out, Johnny? Well, um, when I first came into recovery, it was a result of the compassion of uh, two strangers I talked about this in my last interview, uh, James Favel and and his mother, Janet Ross. Uh, Janet, uh, lovely woman. She, uh, um, we lost her last year, uh, early last year, uh, unfortunately. Um, uh, she's in a better place. And But uh, when I first met her, um, she, she gave me a place to stay, um, and, and she was like a mother to me. Um, and it was just enough for me to get back on my feet and focus on my healing, focus on my recovery. And, uh, it was that experience that, 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 uh, that really stuck with me. Um, because of that compassion, that's how I got involved in Winnipeg's Bear Clan Patrol, Mm -hmm. um, and, and just got hooked on giving back and wanting to, wanting to look at myself and, figure out what my gifts are 
Um, and and for me, it was looking at, back at my experiences and like Devon talked about, um, well, all that stuff that we we've gone through. How do we how do we take that and and use that in a good way mm -hmm. um, to help others? Um, so I so I already had this idea that I wanted to get into program development to help men. Um, see that little short stint that I spent in uh, in provincial on remand status. Um, I was there with other men. Um, and a lot of them were saying the same things, you know, okay, I'm going to get this right. I'm going to, I'm going to turn my life around. I, I really fucked up uh, part of my language. <laughs> um, but, uh, I really messed up, um, how I'm, I'm going to get it right this time. Mm -hmm. And for me, I had veterans affairs. I had all this support ready to go. N nobody else got that same support. And even after I did my residential treatment, the two months, I went back up north to Noring House and the, the supports were inadequate. Like, I knew that if I stayed up there, I, eventually I would relapse. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I knew that. And so that's what got me geared towards moving back down south, mm -hmm. um, Winnipeg, where I can really wrap myself around in that, in that community of support. Um, so, so yeah, I'm back on the streets with Winnipeg Bear Clan Patrol, I just, I knew I wanted to create something for men. I want to focus on young men because um, I, I knew that there's, I know that there's a lot of men out there struggling in Manitoba. Um, as Indigenous people, uh, we were overpopulated in the criminal justice system. Uh, we represent 75% of the prison population here in Manitoba. Our neighbors uh, to the west in Saskatchewan, 74%. So again, three, three quarters of the prison population. On a national level, we represent 50%. And, and this is unacceptable. And if you look at the recent discoveries with the residential school system, um, that's a stark reminder of what has happened and why our communities are in, in the conditions that they're in on a, in a, on a social, um, mm -hmm. or in a social, uh, <coughs> mm -hmm. so the, when I met Devon, that kind of, okay, that kind of ramped things up. It's like, okay, mm -hmm. we really do need this and, and we need to do it like now because, I, I, I was able to intervene in Devon's court process and um, we were able to come together as a community and do uh, a, a sentencing circle. Um, and it was the first of its nature in, in Winnipeg uh, of a crime that, of that level. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and so, so we were able to set a new precedent of getting, in, getting uh, um, him released early and, and into the supports that we were going to create. Um, so while Devon was still in custody, um, we, we, we got active with strength in the circle. We launched, uh, three initiatives, three primary initiatives, uh, which were all holistic by nature. Um, Subgen awareness focused on mental aptitudes, uh, 
was learning the, the, the historical components of our, our current reality. So there's a lot of reading um, and learning together um, and gaining that systemic overview. Uh, another initiative was our fitness group. So focusing on physical fitness, mm -hmm. um, you know, the social detriments of health. And uh, there's a lot of problems physically um, and when you think about trauma and the physiological impacts it has, um, it, a lot of that can be uh, helped through physical fitness. Uh, sure. mm -hmm. So it's, it's important that we're taking that holistic approach. And uh, the other initiative we, we launched was our, our sharing circles, uh, so Peaceful Warriors. We had a men's group and a co-ed group. And Nice. And the co-ed group was aimed to, to restore balance, um, to gain understanding of, mm -hmm. of, of each other in, in our gendered roles. Um, and, and all of our initiatives had, um, had a level of spirituality involved. Um, yes, so. definitely. Spirituality is really important. Devon, what was the one thing, or maybe there's multiple things that you, that you take away with? I sense, too, that there's definitely a lot of anger involved, right, um, and frustration. But for you, how did you overcome that and become the person that you are now today? I would say, to be honest, yo, I would say just letting people in, you know, mm -hmm. like in my circle, like letting them help me. It's one thing I never, I never used to do that before. Weird, like, I was like, like yo, it was like just me against everybody, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and like actually like letting the right people, like positive people, like you know, just like like letting them help me and yeah, it's actually like yo, like I'm not like the same person like I was like the first day I got out of jail. Like no, I'm not. Yeah, like actually. Yeah, and wow. yeah, like, like weird. I wish I, I wish some people could just see like the old me, mm -hmm. and then just see what I'm like now today. You know, and I just be like, holy smokes, like what happened? You know. <laughs> um, so Jonathan, too, there is also well, I spoke about anger, the frustration, but there's also, I guess, that male role, right, that you have to play. And I think nowadays too, right, I mean, there's all things about mental health. And mental health for men is really important because most of the time they don't let people in, right? Devon, right? You were just saying you got to let the right people in. So is this another thing too for strength in the circle as to be able to talk, let your feelings out? You don't have to have that male toxicity anymore. Yeah. Um, well... When I was just kind of at the drawing board with strength in the circle, um, the 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 hot topic in the community was around toxic masculinity, and and I was uh, and that was kind of where my focus started. It was like, well, how do we address this toxic masculinity? This idea that we're not supposed to have emotions that we need to keep that bravado or or that. Um, you know, we gotta be tough and and all the time, and 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 we don't have to have any room for vulnerability, and 
And so I was actually focused on toxic masculinity. And, and I, after talking with a, a friend who is a fellow advocate, I, I, uh, I realized that there was a problem with that. I was like focusing on just the negative and, and I was stumped and, and I said, uh, I really want to address toxic masculinity, but I don't really want to talk too much about toxic masculinity. And um, she said, well, why don't you talk about healthy masculinity? Because <laughs> <laughs> you're a genius. <laughs> so so that's, that's what, what I started to focus on was, what, was healthy masculinity. That's the conversation I wanted to have. Um, mm -hmm. And like, I wanted to talk about, well, those things of, of you know, we're men, but we have feelings. We, you know, we can cry. Um, we, we don't have to be tough all the time on the exterior. You know, um, vulnerability is a way to strength. Mm -hmm. so, so that's that's kind of where the, the, the sharing circles were geared towards was, was breaking those those stigmas and those, uh, those old beliefs. Um, yeah. Well, you know what? Between the two of you, I think the more you talk about this and we all know that you really want to help, that you're, you are the perfect examples of how this can work and uh, what an amazing story. And it's very cool that the two of you now are like brothers. So it's, that's proof that this does work. So congratulations to both of you. I know that this is going to grow, and especially in times like this, that we're still in this pandemic, and whatever normal is going to look like, it'll be different. And something like this will be definitely needed for a lot of people. So congratulations, Strength in the Circle. Thank you, Jonathan, and thank you, Devon. It's been a really wonderful uh, insight into what you're doing. You wish. Thanks for listening. This has been a production of iLikeQ.com, podcast distribution from the Sound Off Media Company. Come on a journey like no other where you will discover many rogues that will lead you to a happier, healthier, and more stress-free life. And the beauty is, you don't need any vacation time for this adventure. The journey will come to you. Join Avery Rich on your very own journey into yoga. Along the way, she will demystify yoga poses and guide you into a yoga posture or short sequence, all in less than 15 minutes. You have nothing to lose but stress. The Journey Into Yoga podcast. It's not for people who like yoga. It's for people who don't like yoga. Follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at AveryRich.com. Do, did, will. The Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. 
and Jackie Holawati from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Crier Media Network. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.